You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're of course listening to the Grind Season podcast. You get us twice per week on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your uh, podcasts. We're certainly uh, all keeping an eye on uh, what goes on with John Moran. I mean, that remains the key story, but you do have to talk about what's going on on the floor. And on it was a disappointing loss to the Lakers uh, following uh, another disappointing loss to the Clippers uh, in crypto. And so, and you could say the same thing for the Denver loss in the sense that, you know, you lose three straight on the road there. And in all of them, you were terrible in the fourth quarter, just like you have been, you've been, you know, even with Ja, with Steven Adams, you have not been a good fourth quarter team. Those things have continued, obviously, without those guys. 112-103, Anthony Davis was a, was a beast, 30-22. and 22. He has really uh, taken over the leadership of that L.A. team. Seems damn near yeah. seems determined uh, to hold that thing down for LeBron until LeBron gets back. They've moved up to ninth in the standings now, so they're, mm-hmm. uh, at least for now, in the play-in. Uh, so you can say – Certainly, look at the Lakers and things continue to look up for them. But back to the to the Grizzlies, the you know Dylan Brooks had an opportunity with John Morant out, um, you know, an opportunity to get more shots. Did not perform uh, to the degree that you needed to in that game. Thirteen points. Uh, Desmond Bain too, his worst scoring performance of the season, seven points. So you add all that up. Uh, it didn't matter. The ties played pretty well. Sixteen. Jaron had twenty six. You were going to come up short, and you did in the fourth quarter. Like we said, your hope that now they're off the road where it's just been disastrous all season long. Um, maybe the Grizzlies can find some rhythm at home uh, tomorrow against Golden State, another nationally televised game. But mm-hmm. saying in terms of anything you want to draw out of the, <laughs> uh, whether it's the Lakers loss of these last few or, uh, or you like me and it's, you prefer to look ahead to what, you know, could possibly happen tomorrow against Golden State trying to get out. This uh, I got some positivity from last night. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. had, um, Incredible game. Yeah, I think he had 20 with 26 points. Um, yeah, nice game for Jaron last night. Playing against a guy who you know wanted, you know, some revenge. Um, Anthony Davis, of course, wanted to come at Jaron after, you know, getting outplayed by Jaron in the last game. Uh, Jaron had five fouls, of course, uh, trying to guard AD, but, you know, he didn't foul out or whatever. So um, I'll take that. The Jaron was looking like the best player on the team, which is, which is what he has to be. Um I'm a little more disappointed in Desmond Bain than other people. Maybe seven points over five from three. Bain's just got to give you more than that uh, for us to stay afloat. But um, looking forward to this Warriors game to see how uh, Jaron responds to the boogeyman, uh, <laughs> Draymond Green, uh, to see how that goes down. Uh, Clay Thompson versus uh, Dylan, of course, will be good. Dylan versus Steph Curry and Dylan versus Dylan, of course, will be you know, some of the key matchups of the night. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. 
a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You are, uh, how much, when it comes to, like, figuring things out right now, especially without Steven Adams, dude, the Brandon Clark being gone, right, where you could go small and he would help you out with those offensive rebounds, dude, just makes it doubly tough. And now you're going to have to figure out, you know, when Steven gets back, you know, you can't you can't go to that Brandon lineup anymore and take no, him off the not there. in the playoffs last season. Like, that's gone now. And so, I mean, it just it, so much pressure on Steven once he gets back to, to be the guy because you mm-hmm. know what's going on, man. Brandon's so valuable. Uh, because again, when Steven's not effective, you can go small and put him in there, and he's rebounding, getting you second chance points without him. Man, it's right. tough. It's tough. I don't know. Yeah. It, I get. Has it changed? It's has it has this just completely changed in terms of your expectations? If they lost a first round series now, it's completely different in terms of the feeling, or would that depend on? Yeah. Who it feels like this season got. Nuke man, um, when the, with the Dominant stuff, you know what I mean, and just uh, the Brandon Clark injury. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't look at Brandon being that important as other people may be doing, but it just feels like this season just got totally derailed, man. Um, it just got kind of it's funny because this front office, and and, and I'll say this, there have been there have been people who've been criticizing this front office about this and that, and why didn't you get why don't you have veterans on this team, all those type of things, but. The only thing I'm going to say is this about the front office. They have this this arrogance about themselves, and I guess I'm not mad at them having that, but it's more so of uh, it's kind of a fake facade that they've been putting on. Like certain guys were not touching because of their character or whatever, and it's like that's cool, but you've also allowed an environment where this stuff is went on with job, you know what I mean, which kind of kind of contradicts you know, what they, what they say they stand for. Um, and I just, I just think that uh, this, this team is missing a lot, missing a lot of, uh, of important elements to make a team a great team. And when you've got, um, just being honest, man, you've got nothing from your rookie class. And we've, we've bragged so much about what these guys do, their, their um, evaluation skills, their scouting, all those type of things. And you've got your entire rookie class as guys who really aren't ready for anything. Uh, you got David Roddy, who's been fine. He's been okay, but you're not even using him well. Like in, in this, who would be mad to see some small ball David Roddy at power four when he played four or five in college? You know what I mean? Like you, you, you're you're without Brandon Clark. Why not see what Roddy can give you playing at the four? You're not playing him at all. You got Kenneth Lofton who everyone knows can, he can't do nothing else. He can score. He can, you know, he can do some rebounding. You're not playing him at all. It's just, it's just almost like this weird arrogance is kind of shooting him in the foot. Uh, and I just hope that they, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm done with the season because at the end of the day, man, like all, like in all seriousness, you get job back, you get Steven Adams back. These guys start knocking down shots. The West is average as hell. Like, nobody's really looking great in the West. The Suns, yeah, I give you that. Outside of that, Denver's a really good team as well. 
Yeah. Would you really be surprised if the Grizzlies like turned it up in the playoffs and you look at you look up there in the conference finals? Like who would be who would you with all the turmoil, with all the nonsense, all the distractions, the you know, finding the West, the you know, about to get the fighting in LA, Josh stuff, Steven Adams gone forever, Brandon Clark. Would you really be surprised when you look at the teams that everyone's trying to put above the Grizzlies who we've looked great against all of them? Would you really be surprised if, if this Grizzly team with all of their misfunction, all of their dysfunction? Ends up still, you know, conference finals. I wouldn't. Not, not I, if the top three guys are operating at a high level, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but if you get those, everyone cooking, I can see it. I kind of want to say, just screw the season. Let's get this over with. Let's go to the off season. But there's still, I still got hope that. Um, I don't say I got hope, but I would not be shocked if these guys turned it up and just surprised the hell out of everybody. Well, let me. Is Dylan Brooks going to help this team down the stretch, or is Dylan Brooks just doing Dylan Brooks right now? I'm gonna get to that. When we do our uh, season, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Yeah, I fi- I figured we might be. You know, <laughs> yeah. 